According to a recent survey, 67% of successful photographers are doing this. But should they? Today, we'll look at the pros and cons of branding your business with your personal name. Hi, my name is Linford Morton, but you can call me Lynn, and I am delighted to be chatting with you today. Can I tell you something? I just love naming things. I mean, I love naming businesses, products, campaigns, services, just all that kind of stuff. It's a sickness. I just love to to come up with a name that's clever or really communicates the value proposition in a business. But when I decided to launch my personal branding podcast, finding a name just stumped me. I went back and forth. Should I use my personal name or should I find some other more descriptive name that was branded better? And I went back and forth, back and forth. Couldn't think of one. And normally I'm, you know, pretty good at that kind of thing, but I couldn't think of one, so went with my own name. Have you ever wondered if there was any benefit or drawback to using your own personal name as your brand or your business? As I said before, 67% of successful photographers are doing this. And interestingly enough, only about 28% of them are using the word photography as part of their name and brand. So why is this important? Well, as you might guess, your name is your first impression. It's the first encounter with your brand in most cases. Most people will see your name and make a decision about you and your brand long before meeting you. So what does your business name tell them? A good name should begin the process of defining your business in some way. It should tell me something about the business, the product, the service, the value proposition. Because if it doesn't tell me anything about any of those, well, be prepared to have to spend some extra time in your marketing, in, in your marketing and sales budget, just educating people as to what your name is and what you do. But I get it. You know, it can be confusing. It can be frustrating. So if you're still going back and forth on whether you should use your personal name versus a more descriptive name, here are some questions to consider. One, are you the face of your business? I mean, are you the main person delivering the service? Now, for most photographers, that is the case. You are the business unless you happen to have the kind of you know, business where you are just hiring out a bunch of freelance photographers and then then that then you have other considerations. But are you the face of the business and, and are you the main person delivering the service? Because if so, then that's one really good um, data point if you're thinking about using your own personal name, of course. Do you plan to grow the business so that you will have other people delivering service or are you or, or or do you plan to be the only person 
you know, when your business grows? Like, how do you plan to scale your business, if at all? Because the beauty of having your own business is you could decide, I want it to stay like a small boutique kind of a approach. And, or you could say, I want to scale it to be, you know, really big and sprawling. You get to decide that. It's your business. But when you do, you must consider that as you can, as you think about the name. Are you comfortable with people, other people delivering service under your name? If you are really good at vetting people and, and making sure that you, you know who they are and you know what they deliver when you're not there, you might say, yeah, of course, I don't mind at all. And if you're not, you should think twice. How do you plan to exit the business? Would you like to sell it one day? What happens when you decide to hang up, you know, hang it up and, and leave and go do something else? How, how do you exit the business? You, you, you want to sell it? Do you just want to ramp it down? If you have what has what could be considered as a considerable asset to that point, you know, how will you how will you monetize or cash out on that, if at all? That's important to know because if you're selling a business with that's your name for which you were the face of the business, of course, someone else could buy it and you could have someone else running your business with running a business with your name and you're not involved i don't know how you'd feel about that or how would they feel you know i don't know i mean these are things to think about when you start a business they say you should think about how you plan to exit it because that will determine how you start and set it up okay so, do you want the flexibility at some point to be able to pivot if you decide to do something different? You know your temperament. Is this something that you think you will stick with for 30 years? Or do you know in your heart that five years from now you will just be bored and want to move on to something else? Well, you know, sometimes that's a consideration because if it's just your name, you can freely pivot to different things, whatever you want to do. You can easily pivot because it's the business is you and not a description. So if you want them to do that, if you know what your final focus will be, then that's a consideration too. So let's say you said, okay, Lynn, I hear all, I hear what you're saying. I still want to go with my name. I want to go with my personal name as my business, then if you do, then you probably need a very good descriptive tagline. Your tagline should tell them something about you know, what you do. It should do some kind of positioning. It should educate in some way as to, as to we know who you are, but what do you do? What's the benefit? Why would I come to you to do business? So think really hard, long and hard about a, a good descriptive tagline. If the business name is going to be yours or anything that doesn't really communicate the value proposition of your business, you need a very good descriptive tagline. Now, if the, if you come up with a name that is descriptive, that does tell people what you do. My business when I was in DC was Photo Tour DC. It, it you know, it, it told people right then and there exactly what it is and where it is. And uh, 
And I, I like those kinds of names that, that are descriptive. But if you do get one that's descriptive, then your tagline should probably do a little more work in helping you to differentiate yourself, to position yourself. Like you can, you can make that tagline work for you even further if you have a very descriptive name, you went with a, a brand uh, name that is descriptive, then your tagline, when you, you know, should you create one, could do further um, defining of, of who you are and the benefits. I would make that tagline really hammer in the benefit or some position that, that, that they would benefit from. Now, of course, you know, once you decide on a name, you have to see if it's available in, in a, as a domain name, a URL, and in social media, right? So you can go to any one of those domain registrations, uh, GoDaddy. Um, I like Namecheap because it gives you the same, you know, the, the place you buy a, a, a domain and a URL, it's a commodity. They all buy it from the same registry, yet some will charge you 20 bucks for it and some will charge you nine for it. Now, a lot of that fluctuation ha ha will have to do with the level of customer service you can expect. But depending on, you know, you know how handy you are or how, you know, how, how you plan to use it, you sh I wouldn't go out of my way to spend too much for something like that. I get mine from Namecheap. It's somewhere between seven to nine bucks for a URL domain. So you have to make sure that it's available. Then. Now, if your name is common, like Joe Smith, you know, what's what some people are doing is putting a verb in front of it or just some other modifier in front of your name. So it could be for the URL, the real Joe, Joe Smith, or, you know, Joe Smith takes photos or, you know, something that um, further defines or sets you apart. And then that can be your, your brand name as well. So that URL is a good opportunity to also further your branding. Think about that. And then make sure you can get the same uh, name on all of the social media um, platforms. Now, most of them give you up to like 30 characters, if not more. You can Google to see how much. I think the one that's most restrictive is Twitter, and that gives you just 15 characters in your name. So if you're planning to do a lot of work on Twitter, then keep that in mind, too, as you come up with your name. But the other platforms, you have a, they're a little more generous in what you can use for your, your, your handle. Now, the other thing is, is your name, whether it's your name or a descriptive name, it has to be easy to say, to spell, and to pronounce. Yeah. Don't go with clever spellings because clever spellings just confuse people. If there's an obvious spelling of a word and you decide that you're going to spell it differently, you're going to confuse a lot of people. You feel clever but you'll confuse a lot of people. I told a story before about my mother. She started a cruise selling business. She sold cruises. And so we came up with the, well, I did. I told you it's a sickness. Came up with a name for her to, to buy her URL. It was Vacation Fanta C, and the C was S-E-A. Oh, yeah, all punny and everything.
But all you do is can, you know, now you have to make a point of spelling it every time you test A to someone, and it became a pain, but, you know, we made it work. But keep that in mind as you select it going in. Don't, don't make sure it's something that's easy, that's obvious to, to say, to spell, to pronounce. Google it if you're going to get it on Core IO and make sure that the actual, like if you're getting a different one of the, you know, the suffixes, the TLD suffixes, make sure that someone who isn't a potential competitor to you doesn't have the same thing with a different ending. You know, like you're going to go .co and they have the same thing .io or .com and they do the same thing you do. You're just setting yourself up for confusion and, and problems. So do yourself a favor, Google it and put in every version of it you can find that, 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 has, it, that has been bought and see what, what it leads to. Now, how you use this name and the name you choose, as you can see so far, can be very important in beginning and furthering your branding process. It will, it can, it can begin to tell people who you are, what you do, and why to why they should do business with you. And it could, it could be a, a good brand. When I lived in the Washington D.C. area back in the '90s, there was a there was a realtor and he used to advertise on one of the local radio stations and he had the URL E I E I O. And it's one of the reasons I did business with him. It was so easy to remember his, his, his web address. It was E I E I O.com. So you see how that, that can be used just to brand your business just like that. You can make sure you choose a name and a URL that will help you um, distinguish it in the minds of your customers. Now, back to me. I went with personal branding with Lynn when we started because I was looking at talking to creatives in general. And I, and I told you in um, the episode right before this one that I'm I'm niching down, going stri strictly to photographers. So now I'm thinking, okay, using my name is great because I can pivot and still it's me. But now I'm thinking, I'm since I am being so specific about my audience, how do I now make sure that I'm speaking directly to them? Remember, you can use your name, but then you need to have a tagline that goes further differentiates now can i tell you some, some truth here i never liked that name the, the introvert in me cringed every time i said it or heard it i like descriptive names something that tells you a little bit about what i'm doing and and like photo tour dc did like my photo coach pro did and so with the niching down, I said, this is an opportunity for me to now be a little more specific, a little more descriptive. And so I went with photographers on brand. We know we're talking to photographers and what we're trying to do is make sure that all of our businesses are on brand. Maybe make sure that we are working our personal brand. And you said, well, Lynn, you said brand, but not personal brand. I know personal brand is just so wordy. Personal branding is like 16 characters. That's the other problem. Then when I had it with Lynn, that's now it's 23. It's long. 
<laughs> so anyway, I went with photographers on brand and uh, my tagline will be personal branding conversations and courses and coaching for photographers. So it's, it becomes even more specific there. So that's what I'm doing. That's how I shook out with this back and forth and the, the, the internal dilemma. But now I'm interested in you. I want, I'm wondering how you came up with the name for your business. Oh, are you still thinking about naming your business? Which way did you go and why? You know, let me know. You can always, wherever you see this, you know, drop me a note on social or, you know, shoot me an email, lynn at lynnmorton.com, L-Y-N at L-Y-N-M-O-R-T-O-N.com. All right, so there you go. What's in a name? Well, it ought to be a lot, and it ought to help you begin to define your brand. So there you go. Let me know what your name is and why you chose it. seconds. That's all the time you have to get someone's attention when they come to your website and keep it. 10 seconds. And that's according to the Microsoft Research Group, who did some research on how long people stay on websites when they get to them. And, and 10 seconds is generous, if you ask me, because, you know, the, for, in most cases, you're scrolling if something doesn't catch your attention. And so now you have to ask yourself, does my website make someone want to stay past 10 seconds? Does it? Well, I have a checklist you can use to help you answer that question for yourself. You can go through, and it's actually 10 items too, and, and see how your website lines up with all of these 10 items, and you can see how likely it is to have someone stick around beyond 10 seconds. So, you can download it at the 10secondchecklist.com. 10 the number, secondchecklist.com. And download it for free. And then, do me a favor, make sure you use it. To get it, go through your website and make see how many of those things you have. Or you can just run the test. You know, Find somebody who has not seen your website, show it to them for 10 seconds, and then ask them three questions. What do I do? How does it help you? And how do you do business with me? And if they can answer those three questions, you're on your way. And if not, go back to the checklist. All right? 10secondchecklist.com. Go get it. Well, thank you for another sticking around with me for another episode of Photographers on Brand, the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was helpful for you as you think about names and uh, naming your business. Uh, 
I'll be back again next week and we'll start talking more about personal branding for your photography business. All right. Take care.